0: And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue in the series on controlling inner voices. You know, the voices that are constantly barraging us with thoughts about how awful we are or how we may not know something or, or what's wrong with us or shaming us in some way, shape, or form. And, and these can become absolutely dominant as we work on them. Now, let me define what that means, work on them. Well, uh, we work on those voices by entertaining them for too long. So we strengthen them inside by listening and tuning into them. And and beginning to expand on what they're saying to us. So in other words, you might think, I am so fat, I cannot believe how oh my gosh, I'm always eating it. I'll never get over this addiction. And on and on the the issue goes, and even to the point of maybe reasoning ourselves into accepting certain things that we, we know are not good for us or not right for us. Okay. And and it can go on for it can go on for minutes, hours, even days, or weeks, or, or longer. If we don't put a stop to it, if we don't make a decision at some point that these inner voices are not going to control us anymore. Now, I know that's always easier said than done, and I've said that probably uh, frequently during this series. In fact, if you're just now joining us, I would encourage you to go back and listen to the rest of the series. Every moment of every day, we have choices to make about what we think about. And for those who are struggling with depression or PTSD, my heart goes out to you because for you, it sometimes may seem like, or maybe even often, and maybe even all the time, <laughs> seem like an uphill battle. And I'm not laughing at you. I'm, I'm just laughing at the fact that um, it, is, it is so frustrating that if you don't find a way to laugh, it could drive you insane. So my my, series, my my episode today is going to be uh, continuing on this list of practices that you can try. And yesterday we spent a lot of time on cognitive behavioral training or, or cognitive restructuring. And that one I feel is incredibly effective. In fact, I would say that is my personal favorite, although there may be other techniques that might work for you. And I want to share a couple more with you. And uh, just to remind you, I am looking at this article out of positivepsychology.com. And uh, basically the title of the article is Living With Your Inner Critic, Eight Helpful Worksheets and Activities. Now, um, I'm just pulling a few ideas from this and obviously expanding with my own words and thoughts. Uh, and uh, so you can you can look it up yourself if you want to. You can even maybe download the worksheets or whatever you want to do to uh, to give it a shot and see how it goes for you. But what I want to do is go ahead and read just a couple more that I, I like out of this. And uh, another one is called the ACT approach, A-C-T. And uh, what it's saying is that the most powerful way to learn to disempower inner critic is to adopt an ACT approach. Now, this this entails identifying the inner critic, labeling it, observing what it does without any judgment towards it. So in other words, instead of letting it influence us into a cascade of more thoughts and more uh, you know, reasoning and, and actually creating stronger neural networks that are going to haunt us later... Uh, We need to identify what it is and recognize it as, you know, these networks and decide to resolve not to take the content too seriously. So we might say something like, well, there's that inner critic again doing its dirty work and almost look at it as a a separate being, even though it's not really, um, but just to help you to reframe this from a different perception. Even better, you could come up with a specific name for it. You could call it the judge, the saboteur, the wolf, the demon, or whatever label you feel might fit this inner person or inner voice that constantly wants to wreak havoc in our heads. And then when we reserve it, observe it in action, we can remind ourselves that our thoughts are just words and beliefs that we've wired in, not facts. And there's the big piece to this. So I'll say it again. So we can remind ourselves that our thoughts are just words and that our beliefs are just beliefs, they are not facts. So in other words, we need to weigh them out, whether they're facts or not. Now that's where the overthinking can come into play. So we have to be careful that we don't go off on that tangent. But if we can reframe this and uh, and, and think about it in this way, so instead of maybe saying, I'm ugly and stupid, uh, then go ahead and, and change that to, well, my inner critic is suggesting that I'm ugly and stupid. Now, you wouldn't want to, you know, necessarily do that in front of people. They might think you're crazy. But uh, But at least you are able to somehow look at this as a force against you that you're trying to change by being more objective about what that force is and where it came from, okay? <clears throat> so hopefully that helps you somewhat to reframe this. On that same precept or line of thought, uh, another way to look at this is that that inner voice is your judge. And you might say something like, oh, there goes that judge again. That way we kind of discredit what it is saying to us and it gives us the opportunity to decide if it's true or false. Another exercise you can practice in helping you to work through this concept is to involve Uh, It involves focusing for a moment or two on your breath. So this is why deep breathing is great uh, when you want to reframe or reset those mindsets. Just take a minute or two and think about your breath, think about your heartbeat, or perhaps even focus on uh, near or far away sounds or even a sense of touch. Do it as often as you need to, even if it's only for a couple of minutes at a time or five minutes at a time. It can make a huge difference. It actually lowers your vital signs, Uh, and in a healthy way and also uh, helps you to drop the cortisol which is a stress hormone that tends to send our minds into that whirlwind of anxiety and even into panic attacks which are common nowadays so uh this is just a few ideas that come out of this article i thought i'd share with you i would invite you to come back tomorrow and i'll have more for you this is michelle steffes reframe and rewire thank you for joining